0: Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast. Today, we're in Wayland, Iowa. Every Friday from now on, we're going to a different town and highlight uh, the city. Uh, We're in one of my favorite towns, Wayland, Iowa. I'm here with John Bain and Larry Google. John uh, is an author of Christine's Beat. He's been on our show several times. Uh, But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Wayland. Uh, Larry... You seem to be the expert in town about Wayland. Uh, what's, what's great about this town?
1: Well, it's a nice small town atmosphere. Um, there's, there's a few businesses, a uh, nice restaurant. There's nice fitness center. They have a uh, new uh, splash pad they put in for the youth in the summertime and a nice walking path they put in the park. Um, it's just an all around nice little community but what about you john what do you like about well
2: uh, all the things that uh, larry mentioned for sure and also i wanted to mention they've got a great fire department great personnel um, a lot of small towns don't have the fire department that we have and it's a uh, definitely an asset to our community and this place is it's just a wonderful community
0: uh, by the way we're here at your choice family restaurant wayland and they have a terrific food and terrific service. You you need a restaurant to make a town go. Uh, what other businesses and stuff in town? Where do people work at here in town?
1: Well, there's uh, Eichelberger Milling. Um, they have uh, a lot of uh, gentlemen that uh, work there in the feed department and uh, hauling the livestock, the hogs and we have uh, AgroWay Partners, it is a business that uh, Wayland's been known for turkeys raising turkeys. Um, Crawfordville
0: Crawford's meat Crawford
1: meat plant, yeah, that's a pretty Excellent. good place.
0: They have really good food there. Yep. They have the best smoked, smoked pork chops
2: I've I say great. my oh. wife just picked up some pork patties. We had those
0: on oh, the night for, for supper. He's he such a great guy. He's so much fun to be around. Oh,
1: yeah. uh, MD Orthopedics is another great place. The, uh, make braces for club Clubfoot, and they market them all over the world in 140 different countries. And that's where you work, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about that place and how many people work
0: there and uh, uh, what all they do and how did you ever get involved with all of that?
1: Well, I just uh, was looking for a job change, and uh, I knew that MD Orthopedics was uh, up an outstanding business, and so... I went and applied there, and I've been working there for about 10 years. Um, John Mitchell is the founder of the company, and he's kind of an inventor slash, um, uh, what would I say, designer, and he had uh, been in contact with uh, Dr. Ponsetti from the University of Iowa who was an orthopedic surgeon there for 60 years. and. He had worked for a medical device company, and Dr. Ponsetti said, John, could you make a brace for clubfoot so that the kids don't cry and have pain and get blisters on their feet? And so John worked and designed a brace, and he'd have to keep going back to the drawing board for Dr. Ponsetti, and finally he got it to where it was uh, acceptable by Dr. Ponsetti. it kind of grew from there, and so... Well, it sounds like you're a big part of making that business uh, grow. Well, I don't know about a big part of it, but uh, I'm, I'm one cog in the wheel, in the gear, and... How many people you say work there? About 25 to 30 people. Oh, that's pretty outstanding. Well, how about you, John?
0: Tell me about some industry in this town that you know about.
2: Well, uh, there's also 321 Trucking, and uh, there's a local gas station, BP, you want to get the best gas prices around in southeast Iowa? Come to Wayland. Sure, have
0: the good gas prices here. That's been one of the reasons that every time I plan a trip, I say, well, how can I route myself through
2: exactly. Wayland
0: so I can get some gas?
2: Wayland is just—it's—it's it's a great town. Um, my uh, father was born just four miles north of here, seventy-nine years ago, and uh, our family farm is there. And uh, so, my whole life. I as a kid growing up where I grew up in the Quad Cities area and we would come down and visit my grandparents on the holidays and in the summertime and such and um it was just a whole different world from where I was at at in Bettendorf and Davenport and and Rock Island and Moline and um just a whole different lifestyle I'd say much more laid-back calm peaceful existence and uh Fortunately, as an adult later in life, I, I've had the opportunity to move here and uh, work here. I worked for KCII Radio in Washington for several years. I'm now retired, but uh, uh, a lot of nice people here. It's easy to meet, make friends, and um, we're we're just a very fortunate, uh, very fortunate community, very blessed community, and it's great to be a part of it.
0: Well, uh, a lot of our listeners listen on uh, Wayland. Uh, Farm town, Oh, yeah. You know, which is a pretty big area, but uh, I mean, it's literally 69% of our audience. I mean, uh, and uh, you got a great school here in town, you were telling me about earlier.
2: We do. The Waco School District is a wonderful place for a child to get an education from uh, preschool all the way up to uh, senior and high school. And uh, the elementary location is in Crawfordsville. I think that goes from preschool to sixth grade if i'm correct larry
1: or i believe something
2: like that i'm not 100 sure on that but. and then did the junior high actually go here in wayland yeah, yeah. along with the high school so from 7th to 12th so if, if i had that wrong it's it's just wrong by a year or two right so the uh what does
0: waco stand for
2: well, the way i understand it it's a culmination of three community names that all attend the school district uh so it's wayland Crawfordsville and Olds. And I believe at one time the A was actually going to be for Ainsworth and they were going to be a part of the the district, but that did not happen. So the W and A, I guess now go for Wayland. So Wayland, Crawfordsville and Olds make up Waco. And uh, um, it's a, it's a good school during the pandemic. I think they treated their, their families well and they, focused on what was the most important thing, which is the kids, and they've done a great job of being open virtually most of that entire time where we went through this, and uh, the kids are not mandated to wear masks. The ki- they, the families can make the choice on the decision of that one way or another, and I think that's so important uh, that uh, families... Have a say, and uh, because they've got everything invested in their children, and so, uh, so this is a great community.
0: You were mentioning the, the what's the Mitchell, John Mitchell? Yes, it was his son, uh, State Rep.
1: Yeah, Joe Mitchell.
0: So where does he live at?
1: Um, I'm not exactly sure where where he's located at right now,
0: but he's a rep for this
1: area.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: i right about him; he's a wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. Young too, Yeah, I think he's the youngest member of the of the house, so he might be able to.
2: He's a, a young uh, conservative individual, and uh, I think he's got his head on straight and is a good representative for our area.
0: That's all he won his election with like 77% support, so must be doing something, right? Yeah. So uh, you mentioned the trails, you got a park here in town for, I saw this. There's a couple parks.
1: Central Park right on Main Street or have some equipment for the young children uh, right next to the City Hall and sometimes uh, people have uh, family reunions in the City Hall and then the children can go out and play in the park and then there's a another park called West Park it's uh, named that because it's at the west edge of town and it's uh, right uh, south of the nursing home so it's it's an old, old park. Both of them actually are.
0: For our listeners who don't know where Wayland is, could you let them know what county it's in and where it's at? Wayland, where it's is
1: in, Wayland is in Henry County, the north part, north edge of the county. It's about uh, 10 miles south of Washington or 15 miles north of Mount Pleasant. Well,
0: that's pretty much giving them a real good idea where it is.
1: Yeah. So obviously it's an
0: agricultural community. Yes, most you definitely. Have, you have some pretty great farmland around here.
2: I would say so, uh, and, uh, from what I've been able to to see in, in a non-expert sort of way, but in someone who pays attention throughout the, the planting and growing and harvesting season, uh, this area of the state in southeast Iowa, I think, was uh, blessed with a little more rain than a lot of our state, and looks, from what I can tell, they've been having a good harvest. Have you
0: heard any numbers? I do a crop report, uh, a harvest report about, uh, I've already done three
2: of them. I, I don't. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I would say that I never
0: saw so much corn out as when I drove between Richmond and here. I mean, yeah. it is where, I mean, it's uh, really getting pretty much done around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've heard this. I've heard some some good yields, but I haven't heard any numbers. You heard any bushel per acres on any of it?
1: I have not heard any myself. No yeah, I, I I don't know for sure. But
0: what I, I was told was uh, that the crop was so big that it was taking them longer you know uh, per acre
2: well that to harvest sounds like a good thing
0: and then that, not around here but there's a lot of wind uh you guys got out of that you didn't get into that
1: part there, of it. there's some concern for the corn going down so they're kind of wanting to get it out and not let it you know
0: but yeah well, it looks like they're getting it out pretty good you got a good safe community you got some jobs here you got a town a community that's Seems to be really focused on the kids and the schools and...
2: And we're, and we're sitting at a very good restaurant, yeah. your choice. Your
0: choice family restaurant.
2: It's we are, I mean, in a town this size, we are very fortunate to have a place that you can count on to come for a good meal. And uh, and it's already. big enough
0: to accommodate. Yeah. Uh,
2: the main floor
0: was almost, almost every seat was taken when we got here a little afternoon today.
2: And we're off in their, uh, their side room, which is used a lot of time for community meetings, and um, they'll come and have luncheons in different clubs and such, and, and they'll use this portion of the room, and then the full dining room is open, too. So we're, it's a it's a nice little asset to have in our Do you community. guys
0: have any, like, parades or anything for certain times of year, or car
2: shows, or...? Well, we definitely, every uh, every year, the City of Whalen, the 4th of July, has a 4th of July parade, and it's a... <laughs> you can't believe how many people show up for this. I, this past 4th of July just in tractors entered into the parade, there were over a hundred tractors well, that's for the parade.
0: My, I, I went to had a parade somewhere around the 4th of July, mm-hmm. and it was, I don't know, I was there two hours. I didn't think I was even close to being done, you know?
2: It's, uh, it was incredible. There's a lot of support, a lot of people turn out for the parade, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful part of our community.
1: Yeah, Wayland just had their first car show John Jarvis from the bar sponsored it, and uh, oh, yeah. we had a pretty good turnout for this being the first year. Oh, that's
0: pretty good. I, I, I've been in that place. Uh, tell me about that. What kind of an asset to the community is that
2: place? Well, um, it's they got good tender wines. No, oh, that's that's for sure. Well, that's enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I
0: I don't know how often they do entertainment. Uh, they actually hired me to come in there one time and turn their customers away. <laughs> But uh, no, it was really one of the most fun nights I've ever had. Those people were, well, I had an older crowd, you know. Oh, I, I, I have to admit, one time I was in Iowa City and uh, I made somebody cry. Huh? Well, don't, I, I didn't know whether to be proud of myself or upset with myself for doing it. But
2: uh, well, don't make your listeners cry today. No, they ain't gonna cry. We don't want my listeners
0: a little more thick-skinned than. Uh, some of these young
2: fellas around here these days. <laughs> so you don't have a lot of snowflakes for listeners is what you're saying?
0: I don't think so. They're all in Southeast Iowa. <laughs> well,
2: we are in Southeast Iowa. I
0: know, there's no, there's that. Uh, oh, you little mean there's. A brand of toughness. That okay, goes with
2: gotcha. Living around here. Well, that, there is some truth to that. That's. I what was truth. looking
0: around at the people in there and I was noticing how square the men's shoulders were. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and how. Uh, I probably better not mess with anybody around here. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, one thing about this town uh, and the surrounding area is there are a lot of good good folks here and uh, very uh, friendly. And it's kind of a place where um, people pretty much get to know everybody pretty well, but it's also a place where people aren't in your business unless you want them to be in your business, which is a nice thing, too. Well, you know, I,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. When I get a new neighbor, do you know what I tell them? What's that? You know the only thing I mind? They say, what? I say, my business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> I'm not
0: uh, going to call the police on my neighbors right. or whatever. If him and his wife were having a little rule haul, then uh, I've been there myself a couple times. <laughs> so uh, they can just work that out themselves.
2: You might just look up uh, Jerry Springer's contact information for him. Jerry Springer, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, we got a great town here in Wayland. Uh, we're talking with Larry Google and John Bain who live in the area. The houses I drove around in town, they're all nice. And the yards are manicured and a lot of brick homes and it looks like
2: a lot of high value homes. Uh, People take pride in, in their ownership of their homes and uh, that reflects well on the community. And, and you know, when, when you take pride in and your neighbors take pride, why wouldn't, you, uh, why wouldn't you enjoy that? So, uh,
0: when I talked to the mayor of Richland, it wasn't that easy to get a house in Richland.
2: Hmm. You
0: know, there was some lots where you could build a home, but mm-hmm. housing was a little tight. Is there housing here that you could get into?
1: That's a good question. There, there is some, yes, but uh, yeah, right now uh, the market market's pretty high.
0: Now, in Richland, a lot of people move there because they want to get into the school. You know, they want to get their kids into a good school system because it's uh, difficult to do in America anymore. Yeah. So what what's uh, some of the reasons why people move to Wedding?
2: Well, I would think our school system would be a definite uh, plus that would mark off a positive on their checkoff list for a place to live. and. Just in general, the things we've been talking about there it's uh, it's a nice way of life it's a I would say relatively happy scenario for most people you don't and for all the reasons we
1: talked about the cost of living is moderate so mm-hmm. that's
2: it's all the
0: things you think about when you think about small towns in rural Iowa
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know there's a lot of, a lot of heavy agriculture but it does look like the agricultural base around here shells off a lot of jobs, you know, not just for farmers but but people that work in the, the elevators and people that work in the, the trucking community. Even the butcher shops. He got a really mm-hmm. great butcher shop here in town, uh, yeah, yeah, meat. Crawford. Meat.
2: Yeah. That
0: guy's really on top of it. He has such good food. Oh yeah. I had some smoked pork chops that he made. Oh my God. <laughs> good quality so meat so good.
1: Good quality meat from Crawford Meat Plant. And, and
0: I kind of think that Whalen has a reputation of hard work and good quality work and workmanship and pride of workmanship. Would you agree with me on that? Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Definitely so. And it shows, um, for all the reasons that we've been talking about, you can actually see the physical results of that by what you, what we've been discussing.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty, I really enjoy, uh, whale is not too far away from me. And, uh, like I say, I like to get the gas here. That's the biggest reason I come here. But <laughs> I've actually taken my grandson over here to play at the the park. Mm, okay. He had something to do when he was kind of bored. So uh-huh. uh, I get my hair cut here. Uh, oh yeah, what's the what's her name Becky Becky, Becky. Yeah, Becky's hair here. Yep, yeah. yeah. right there. She's been doing a good. She hasn't been here that long. No, uh, she was in Brighton, and then that building didn't work out. So she had to find a new place. And boy, So I told her. I said this place really looks like a.
2: Yeah, I've had, I, I got a haircut there a few weeks ago and, and she got me right in, and did, did I need another one, I know I do. <laughs> He's looking at me right I now, just, like, I just you yeah, got a haircut. Got a haircut. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I wear a hat anymore because I'm a little behind on getting
2: mine. Uh.
0: <laughs> so I, I seen, uh, now let's talk about daycare, that seems to be something that every community and I was kind of grappling with getting enough daycare, uh, now you guys had a museum, but uh, it seemed to, uh, what I was told was it's going to cross hands and become a daycare. Uh, Do you know anything about that?
1: I don't know. I personally don't know too much about it. Yeah, all I know is kind of like you said, that uh, the old museum, which used to be the old hardware store in trailer, is uh, purchased by some people that are going to uh, turn it into a daycare, and they have an empty lot beside that they have to use also, so that would be a plus for the working uh, moms in the community. And so. Sure need that. Well,
2: one, th- one thing I could definitely tell you about, Dave, is the uh, fish sandwich special here today at Your Choice. It's delicious. I like the chili. Oh, well, chili, chili is, instead of french fries. Chili is awesome.
0: The chili was good. My, my bacon cheeseburger is really good.
2: Yeah, I think the chili is always available here, too.
0: Now, you got... Uh, this used to be a pizza ranch, didn't it?
2: Yeah, years ago. Mm-hmm. So
0: now it's uh, your choice family restaurant. Uh, the prices are great here. <coughs> I I, uh, I couldn't recommend it any more highly. It's uh, all these communities around here, the Brightons and the Coppics and the, the Waylands and the Richlands, we just all are kind of all on the same road. And uh, I think we kind of cooperate and get along, and it's... Uh, it's been uh, pretty nice. Uh, they do or don't have a car show?
2: Uh, they had a car show. Uh, they've had them off and on over the years, different p- places, different locations around town. Uh, just, what, last month or earlier this yep. month, they had one up in town at the bar and around yep. the main street. I wasn't able to attend, but Larry, he, he, took, he took his fleet to it. He took his 1924 Ford Model T truck and his 1964 and a half Mustang, and how'd that go?
0: That went really well. It I heard that? half of those vehicles have brakes. <laughs> What's that? I said I heard half of those vehicles have brakes on them. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Larry, let me uh, drive that Model T one time, and I'll tell you what. You, you're, you're active. It's not like uh, today's modern car. Today's modern car is a piece of cake, compared to driving that 1924
0: Model T. So, would yeah, either of you ever in that museum? I was not. I have, yeah. Was it pretty nice? I, yeah. I wanted to go see it, you know. But I think this pandemic thing really put the kibosh on a lot of museums in this yeah. country. You
1: know? Yes, it did. Yeah. But, uh,
0: what about uh, doctor's offices or dentist's offices? Do you have any of that here yeah. in town?
1: Dentist's office? Yeah. Um, a block south of Main Street, Whalen Family Dental. Amanda Gillis uh, is uh, owner and dentist there at that, and uh, it uh, draws a lot of people from surrounding communities. It's got a good customer base, and it's an excellent uh They
0: provide dentist. excellent service. So it's just that you have a dentist, you don't have uh, any other. Uh...
2: We also have a Henry County um, hospital system, has a place up in t- Main Street yeah, too? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so It's a, uh, I believe it's a walk-in situation. So, fortunately is, I haven't had to use it, so I don't know as much. You, guys
0: have, you, you said there was a trail, is there some like YMCA or a gym or anything like that?
2: We do have a new, relatively new to the community, the uh, Kaufman Athletic Center, which is at the uh, um, Waco High School, um, there is right next to the Waco High School, right by the football field, and that's a wonderful uh place to get exercise. And um, our community is really blessed from the Kaufmans who uh who donated this building and the facilities to the community. I mean, there is a charge, the yearly charge, to be a member, but it's a wonderful place to, to go and get exercise, and the, and the price. year, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but it's very affordable, and it pretty much has taken away anybody's excuse not to exercise.
0: We're here talking to Larry Google and John Bain at the Your Choice Family Restaurant. We're talking about the city of Wayland and why it's such a wonderful place to live and and come to. And uh, so do you have like a Wayland Days or anything like that, some kind of a festival that brings people to town?
1: Fourth of July is the is the main event, oh, yeah, and you have a big yeah. parade, right? Yeah, and have other things going on. They have a scavenger hunt, a contest where you try to things find things around town that uh, they have uh, a list made up, and you try to locate them and get the address.
2: And it's and they're they're photographs, and they're little, just little gems or nugget pictures of what you're actually looking for. So you gotta work a little bit to, to get this uh, scavenger hunt list filled in. My wife and, and I have done it two years in a row now and uh it, it takes some time to yeah. do it, but we've been able to to fill in the, the uh the blanks and uh um, what they do is they all the right uh Entries get put into a hopper and then they pick a winner for that. Nice, cool.
1: nice fireworks show put on by the fire department. Also,
2: yeah, beautiful fireworks.
0: We have a. Uh, I drove by the the high school and saw the the football stadium. Now you guys have a tremendous football team. Mm-hmm. Could be it's ranked. I don't know somewhere between second and fifth depending on what pool you're looking at. Uh, Undefeated. The, the ones that are closer to here rank them a little higher, like Cedar Rapids, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, you know, because a lot of people know about them, it. I and it's it's difficult. Eight-man football, and not everybody understands it. Uh, but you guys, you know, you went to the Unidome last year. The 8-0 season against what I consider pretty good teams. New London has a really good team. Holyfield oh, yeah. has a really good team. Uh, Iowa Valley has a really good team. Uh, uh, so they, they really had tough competition to get to 8-0. Right. And they're going to the playoffs. They fortunately got a bye this week because of one of the teams in the league collapsed at Tri-County. So they didn't field a team. So, But uh, how's, how does that? How proud is the community of the, the football team and everything they've done this year and last year?
2: Well, I think uh, it, it's twofold because not only of the success that they've had on the playing field, but the success in the individuals that they are off the playing field. They are uh, doing things to help the community uh, mm-hmm. that are molding these individuals into good citizens in our community and hopefully they're going to be in our community for a long time and when they get out of high school if they go on to college or if they go straight into to a, a working field hopefully they're going to want to stay in our community because the individuals they are we want them in our community and they, they've just been been doing uh, public service um throughout the community over the school years and uh One of the neat things I saw on Facebook that Waco had on their Facebook page was that the football team uh, yesterday, I believe it was, they all attended a cross-country event and cheered on their fellow students that were competing in that. How often do you see that?
0: Yeah, that's really good. And and I understand right now while we're speaking, they're a women's shelter or something helping to move some furniture or some.
2: Well, and we're helping
0: out with that too. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. What, and what that shows you is, you know, would the would the individual students and athletes do that on their own? Maybe, but they're definitely doing it because of the encouragement of the adult um, uh, influencers in their lives. I did an
0: interview with Coach Edeker, and he is a very focused man. And I think anybody in America would would entrust a young man to his tutelage because you know playing sports teaches you to work hard mm-hmm. teaches you to win teaches you to lose mm-hmm. teaches you uh, to uh, work for a common goal you know right. and if you could throw in some you know community spirit and some uh, helping the community be better that's that's all the way around but i understand that the the stands are packed
2: when they come. Uh, that's what i was just going to say is the reason those stands are packed are not just because of their winning records, because of the their winning uh, uh, performance off the field. People so, appreciate it.
0: Well, we're just about out of time, but I'm going to let you guys wrap this up with one more question. So, uh, what's the deal with getting Waylon Jennings? Or did he ever get here? Or is, how popular is Waylon Jennings? You know,
2: <laughs> well, work. obviously the two names are spelled different, but. Myself being a Wayland Jennings fan, I would, lo- would love to have had him come here at some point.
0: Maybe we can get Shooter Jennings to come here. That would be cool. That would be, that would be worth something. He used to have a big, uh, uh, kind of like a, a sale barn or something that was turned into a bar for a while. And they did have some big acts that came in. I can't mm-hmm. remember what yeah. they Well
2: here, this is going back a ways. Wayland has been around, it was established in 1880, okay? So in 1980, when I was a kid, my dad had a high school reunion here that weekend, and they had a big centennial celebration, and one of and it was huge. The town was just filled with people, it was a carnival-like atmosphere, and they had a singer, a fam- famous singer come into town, and he performed right at the high school, and uh, I remember his tour bus, and you know who it was?
0: Garth Brooks.
2: No, not that big. This was before Garth, Bro- and yeah, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks was been around then, but yeah, was it was Le- Leroy Van Dyke. Leroy Van Dyke, the auctioneer. Oh, the Auctioneer
0: guy. He's he's played many times at the uh, at the uh, old Thrashers.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, he was here but in my, 1980.
0: Believe it or not, my father in law was a big fan of Leroy Van Dyke. Oh, so well, I believe somehow it. Somehow he was the auctioneer through he going, auctioneer. going to, through going to the shows and stuff. He got to meet my and. Uh, he would leave him tickets, and uh, he would go down there and visit with him every time. Wow. He's just one of them artists that's real focused on their fans mm-hmm. and
2: real easy going. Well, for the Centennial Celebration in Wayland, Iowa, they couldn't have had a better act.
0: Well, what I've learned today is uh, you get some really great chili here in Wayland. That's right. you got a really nice community that cares about their kids. It's a laid-back community that... Uh, supports each other. You've got beautiful homes that are well-maintained and look like they might carry a pretty good price tag with them, so he probably has some pretty high property values. you got a good fire department. you got some city parks and some things for kids to do. Uh, there's a little housing. Things seem to be fairly affordable in this town, and uh, also the bacon cheeseburgers are pretty good. Anything <laughs> else uh, missing?
2: Well, i got to add... And the name of my book is Christie's Journey, yes. The Beat Goes On. And how can we get a hold of a copy? You can get a copy actually in our t- towns north of here in Washington at the village on the square. And you can also get it in Kelowna at the Kelowna Historical Village Museum. And you can also get it wherever books are sold online.
0: And thanks to me soon, I promise this, you'll be in the Richland Library. Awesome. Because I have a lot of pull there because I'm one of the taxpayers.
2: Well, I appreciate that. So Speaking I just walk
0: of... in and say, oh, the boss is here.
2: <laughs> there you go. They're like, oh, well, hello, Mr. Taxpayer. And they say, yeah. And I, am at, I have my book at the Kelowna Public Library and also at the Washington Public Library.
0: So when well, I was trying to get people to buy the book, not go to the library and read it for free.
2: Well, in any case, I, I want them to read our story.
0: That well, is a great story. Uh, go ahead and talk.
2: Get, I got, you got five minutes. Well, I just want to say that my story, Christy's journey, the beat goes on. Uh, I hope what I have conveyed in the book is uh, the miraculous healing power of our Lord and his love for us. And uh, back in June of 2019, my daughter Christy at the age of 29 years old uh, experienced cardiac arrest at work in her job in uh, Northeast Texas. And to sum things up quickly, uh, the Lord lined up angels that helped her through this whole process if, if she would not have been at work when this happened to her um, I would not be talking about how much she and her family are thriving today and uh, what ended up happening was she was we found out that she was born with a uh, birth defect in her heart that we never knew about her pulmonary artery was on the wrong side of her heart and she was just a miracle to live for 29 years and not have a problem because most people that have this are affected
0: problems are probably showing up quite a bit before you're 29
2: yeah it it happens in your teenage years and what has happened to a lot of (coughs) folks are is the fact that uh they find out when they're on the playing field and they don't they don't make it and so we are very blessed and uh she ended up um having to fly on a medical transport plane to the Cleveland Clinic in Cleveland, Ohio, to have corrective surgery. But it's a good story. Um, I, like I said, we we're so blessed, and it it was truly a calling, I believe, from the Lord for me to write this book and to let people know that He is with us. Sometimes we forget that and uh, mm-hmm. don't realize it for whatever situations come up in our lives, but we don't know what our journey is going to be, only the Lord does, and we need to have faith. And hopefully this book and this story will be inspiring to others.
0: Are, there, uh, are you the only author in town? Or you know
2: oh, I like? think there are several authors in, in the area in Southeast no, Iowa, there are quite a few. We always do pretty good ratings when we talk to authors.
0: So, uh.
1: I guess I'd, I'd like to say about John and his book, I know that John has been a TV personality. He's been a, a radio voice. But I did not realize his talent of uh, being an author and writing a book. Um, How
0: did, did, was it difficult to write the book, or did you did you have some? You, kind of a, a experience before? Or is this well,
2: a... I mean, I have written things over the years in my capacity in broadcasting, you know. But those were before commercials or promotions at thirty seconds or a minute at a time, you know. But never, never a, a manuscript. And and the funny thing was, I when we were so blessed with the outcome of Christie's, uh, what she went through, I would tell people our story and I would say, I don't know what the Lord wants us to do with this gift, but I'm not smart enough to know. And lots of people told me that I should write a book. So I decided to try and I started writing it. And a lot of times it would pour out of me. I couldn't type fast enough for the thoughts that were coming from my, from my head. But, uh, It was definitely hard to do, because you're reliving things that were very difficult to go through, and a very emotional process, it was a healing process for me as well. But uh, I told my wife after the book was published, and I was was sitting there holding the book, I said to her, I don't know if right now in the mindset that I'm in, and my whole situation, if I could write it now, because when I did write it and I submitted it to the publisher for consideration, I had an energy that went from the tip of my toes and left my body and shot out of my head right after I submitted it, it was like it was just a, a relief of pressure that was gone. Well, it's kind of therapeutic for Yeah, the book. Very, very much so. Well,
1: one, in, one interesting thing I'd like to say too about John writing his book is the fact that uh, he was kind of like wondering, how how can I get this thing off the ground? How can I get it published? And he was just kind of like searching around that on the internet and then all of a sudden this Christian book publisher got a hold of John. Out of the blue? Yeah,
2: yeah via an email. I didn't know if it was, at the time I was like, is this Google <laughs> algorithms or is it a higher power? Well, it was definitely a higher power.
0: Ooh. That's pretty great. So, one more time, I think it books on Amazon too, isn't it?
2: It's definitely on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. It's on Books a Million, Walmart, Target, anywhere you can buy books online. You can come in to your
0: choice family restaurant. And see if see if John's here. Yeah, He'll probably have some books in his car.
2: I will. <laughs> I will.
0: All right. Well, we've been talking about Wayland, Iowa. Uh, great place to live. Every Friday, we're going to feature another city. Uh, Next week, we're going to Wellman, Iowa. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll get to your town eventually. Thanks a lot.